What's going on, Freedom Coaches? Michael Kittinger here with another episode of the Freedom Through Coaching podcast. Today, I have a very special guest on here with me, Alyssa Lascala, uh, who is the founder and CEO of Biohacking Bombshell. Uh, which, I mean, if that's not the best name for, for a company and a movement, um, I don't know what is, but uh, had an amazing, amazing conversation with Alyssa. And uh, so let me cue the intro and then we'll get right into that conversation. Welcome to the Freedom Through Coaching Podcast, where we help you leverage the power of coaching programs to bring freedom to your life. If you're a coach, course creator, or other type of knowledge expert, and you want to build or grow a successful group coaching program, then you've come to the right place. Now, here's your host, Michael Kittinger. All right. Welcome, everybody. Michael Kittinger here with another episode of Freedom Through Coaching. I'm here with Alyssa Lascala, and, uh, and I'm super excited to have her on, on the podcast um, if you're not familiar with her, and I'll let her get into her story here in a second, but her company is a biohacking bombshell. And, and one, from just a pure marketing standpoint, I, I absolutely love that. Um, it, it's, you know, it resonates, it sticks with you and everything. But Alyssa, appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, so for people who, who aren't familiar with you or your company and the services you provide, give kind of just a brief, you know, where were you and, and how did you get to this place in your business? Absolutely. So my name is Alyssa Lascala. Uh, yes, my company is Biohacking Bombshell and um, I am a holistic metabolic coach, virtual trainer, virtual nutritionist, uh, but I started everything in person. You and I were talking about this before. And um, about two and a half, three years ago, I started transitioning everything online. Um, so I do everything from customized nutritional planning and training programming to group coaching platforms. And everything is centered around biohacking, getting your body to heal from the inside out. And that is when the weight starts to naturally and healthily come off. So that is the goal of my business. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, so two points here. I think, you know, the natural evolution of most coaches is you start out in person in the one-to-one, -one, right? And then you, which is fun and you can get great results, but then you realize, okay, I'm really capped. Either I got to work a hundred hours a week, which I mean, let's be honest, you really don't want to do that. Even if you love what you do, that's, right. uh, you know, but the only way to really grow and scale and, and yes, the, 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 you know, the income that comes with scaling is nice and everything. But I think for a lot of us, we get into coaching because of our passion, right? And we, we see a need and part of it is we just want to help as many people as possible. And if you think about a one-to-one, -one, like there's just, there's, there's truly not enough hours in the day. So Right. It's so limited. And I found myself having to turn people away because I literally just didn't have the capacity for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, again, the natural evolution. Um, so as a total side note, um, and if, if I guess I haven't really brought it on to the podcast yet, but if you've watched any of my Facebook lives the past few weeks, so I turned 38 uh, just a few weeks ago, end of May, and I've got two goals for by the time I hit 40. And one of them is a, is a weight, is a health, uh, health goal. And, uh, and it's funny, we, and we were talking about this a little bit, that I played uh, 
played soccer through college, even as a young adult. And, uh, and so I never really had to worry about what I ate or, you know, things like that. And now it's like, it is really hard to lose weight once you put it on. Yes. <laughs> oh, so it, uh, I've gotten back into working out. I still have not started shedding the pounds. So, um, yeah, we may have to talk some more after this. <laughs> oh yeah. Nutrition uh, is 80% of the battle. Well, you know, it, uh, my, my buddy, Brad, Hey, uh, I usually work out with him every morning. It's funny because I'll be like, so I ate an apple as a snack so I can have ice cream. They cancel each other. out. he's like, you know, that's not the way it works. I was like, it's totally the way it works. <laughs> yes. The logicality that we tend to do with ourselves isn't necessarily the way that it, it should be working, but exactly. that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, so kind of walk us through, because I know you do have the one-on-one, but you also have the group program. So kind of walk us through like what the evolution of what that looks like. Right. So when I started doing one-on-one customized coaching, I realized that not only was it not as scalable and I wasn't able to help as many people, but I also realized that people really feed off of that culture. You know, that's what so many other health and fitness programs have been have been, um, you know, created around. And I ended up doing my first group coaching challenge. I actually did it about a year ago and it was called the F the scale challenge. I know you said you have a weight goal and I'm not saying you can't weigh yourself, but I'm all about getting people to understand that, man, that better be the last type of measurement that you take. I mean, you need to be taking progress pictures and, and other tape measurements and whatnot. So I started doing that group challenge and I'm like, wow, these people, are getting better results than many of my customized coaching clients. And so I had to sit back and say, you know, even if I have a customized nutritional plan that's made for someone's time availability and their food preferences, and I have a workout program made for their exact goals and the equipment they have available to them, yet people that have more general programs are finding more success in group coaching I had to look at why that was and it was because of the atmosphere and because of the culture and people feed off of that. The accountability is different. And so that is when I started to transition into different types of group coaching. And that's really how the evolution happened. That's awesome. So what is the program in its current state? What does that kind of, what does that group program look like right now? Right. So my seven day reset program is my most recent group coaching and it is evolved all around the fact that there are many people just like you that go and think, I want to be able to shed this many inches or this many pounds, but to think about a 21 day challenge or a 30 day challenge or 90 day challenge. I mean, think about what, how you start in the beginning of the year and it's like January 1st, you're all pumped, you're all hyped. I guess it's January 3rd and you're like, screw it. I'm done. <laughs> like, You've already fallen off. And so if I can get somebody to just focus for seven days on putting themselves first, on following the nutritional plan I give to them, on following the mindset coaching that I give to them for those seven days, you really can break through so many plateaus and barriers that are keeping you from getting the results that you deserve. So that program is really based around just putting yourself first for seven days and really rallying together with other people that are there to celebrate every single victory with you. No, that's perfect. That's awesome. And then I assume there's, there's a next step that they can take at the end of the seven days, right? Yes, absolutely. So we talk about what it looks like after the seven days. You are in that program for life. It really is a seven-day reset, seven-day jumpstart 
but you're not just thrown to the wolves after seven days. You can stay in the group and do that reset as many times as you want. Um, we show you how to be able to continue on with that. And then there are other programs that people can do if they want to dive a little bit deeper into certain areas. No, that's perfect. And, and really that, um, I think it was one of the first podcast episodes. I talk about the five different ways you can structure uh, your coaching program. And one of them is that kind of that, that seven days to 14 to 30 days, not real expensive. You get those immediate wins. You start building that, that habit. Um, you start working that muscle both in the mind and, and in this case, your body as well. Um, because so much of success, you know, it's not, it's not doing the spectacular thing. It's doing the, 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 the basic things in a consistent manner. Yes. I mean, it's really getting the fundamentals and every day implementing them. Absolutely. And health is no, certainly no, no different there. Absolutely. That's exactly why I decided, because I'll be totally honest with you. I, when I had done my first group coaching and it was a six week F the scale challenge, I had cycled people through. You were in for the six weeks. And if you wanted to do the next round, you could. If not, you were removed from the group. You had the tools and resources that were available to you. You took what you learned and you just moved forward on your own. But I realized that I really wasn't doing, I was doing someone a disservice by doing that. And so I decided the next time I did my group coaching, I'm not just going to give somebody access to something for seven days and say, Oh, see you later. Bye. <laughs> so in order for you to do the little things over and over and over again for longer than a week, they needed to stay in. So I found that to be great for the health and wellness sector. Yeah. And, and plus it just, that seven days is a great time frame for them to, you know, we talk about building no like, and trust, right? it's a great way for them to get to know you, but then for you to also get to know them and their needs. And, um, and then if they do move on to the, the customized plans and everything, like you already know kind of their, their baseline and everything. So it, it really, yeah. it's a great, it's great how you have that, that organized and laid out. Yeah, it really helps to build that relationship so that they know if they want to move on to a next step or in the future when they do, we already have that that bond. That rapport, yeah. Um, so what are some of the, the, well, two questions here. One is, how do you go about marketing that seven day? Like, what have you found uh, to, to really be a, an effective marketing system for the seven day kind of reset challenge? Yeah, absolutely. So I started the seven day reset platform about three months ago. So I've been trying all different types of things. Um, I will do everything from posts to Facebook lives um, that won't be necessarily advertising my group coaching, but if I'm teaching a piece of content where part of the solution of someone's problem can be to get into my group coaching, that has been super beneficial for me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So um, another way is to go and do uh, Instagram stories and Facebook stories. Those have been really beneficial. And I actually just launched a free 60 minute webinar where the, the solution at the end of my auto webinar is the seven day reset. So those yeah, are a couple yeah. different platforms I've tried. Oh, that's perfect. Appreciate you sharing that uh, with us. Yeah, it's one of those. And I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, really, at the end of the day, there's not that much information that you can't find on Google or YouTube, right? So it's not a, it's not, now every once in a while, the, it, it is a lack of knowledge. But for the most part, like people know what they should or shouldn't be eating. 
you know, unless there's some sort of autoimmune disease or something that's kind of, you know, just not your, your, your normal. Um, but for the most part, like we all know we need to eat healthier. We need to exercise. We need more sleep. It, it is that, that accountability and that knowing that somebody is, is, you know, <laughs> basically, I mean, holding that, you know, holding the fire to your feet and, and, um, and especially in a group setting, you don't want to disappoint the other people you're surrounded with. Yeah, you feel some type of pull to mm -hmm. go show up. That's awesome. So now what, um, what have been some of the, the challenges that you faced, whether it's the seven-day reset program or, or even just the group coaching program in general, in, you know, whether that's in terms of like structuring it or, or pricing it or, I mean, just kind of what are some of the challenges you've, you've run into that might help other coaches avoid or at least learn from? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things that I did that I think was not a mistake, it was great, was starting at a very low price point. Um, and this is actually something that my mentor, my coach told me to do when I was first launching the program. I think if you're doing a group coaching program and it's in the beta version, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, I'm going to allow 30, 40, however many people in, but it's going to be you know, at this price and then I'm capping it off after that. Uh, that was great for me. That way I can, you know, still make a little bit of money. You had an upsell on the back end if somebody wanted to, mm -hmm. you know, if you're trying to make a little bit more of, of an ROI, but that really was just word of mouth going and posting it on Facebook. And so that was a great thing for me to be able to do. One of the harder things and the bigger challenges was after that beta was run, what do I price it at? <laughs> and you try and not price it from your own pocket. Um, so I tried a couple different price points and you don't want to sell from your own pocket, like I said, but you can also know, Hey, I'm worth this, but it's, you need to be able to clearly communicate to somebody else what value they're going to get from that. And I, in the health and wellness industry, find it more difficult. I've had this conversation with other people with different products where maybe they're coaches for somebody in a business. And I truly, this is just my opinion, I feel like it's a little bit easier for somebody that's coaching someone in a business to say, hey, you're going to invest you know, $500 in this course, but this can 10X your return. Well, when you are talking to somebody about their health and wellness, <laughs> you may just say, I'm gonna save you money on how much you spend on health insurance or having to go buy new clothes or being around and being here for your grandchildren. And it doesn't necessarily have an exact numerical value. So, it's more of an intangible benefit, yes. for sure. Yeah. Yes. So I'd say that's probably my biggest challenge that I'm still working on. And I think it's just the empathy and helping people to understand through testimonials of people mm -hmm. that you've worked with, how it truly can change your life and what value that does hold to them. That's been what I've been working to do to be able to help prove that to people. No, I appreciate you sharing that. And, and some depends on... Um, Sorry about that. It's okay. I'm not sure what the... Huh, never had that happen before. Um, I, there was ringing in my ears, in my <laughs> headphones. Uh, the... No, 
now that just made me lose my train of thought. You gotta love, uh, you know, recording live podcasts like this. Well, just uh, talking about the it being really hard to get somebody to understand the ROI of taking care of your body. Yeah, and you know, I think some of it too depends on on what market you're focused towards, right? I mean, it's it's there's a different price point if you're you're focused on helping, you know top level executives than if you're focused on, Hey, I'm helping, you know, like, uh, you know, new moms lose that baby weight, right? Like it's, it's, so even if the service is the same, the perceived value and, and your audience can afford different price points. So that's, yeah, no price is definitely one of the, the can be one of the more challenging aspects. Um, because there's, you you could you could look to see what competitors do, but they most likely got their price by looking to see you know like yes <laughs> it's like one person picked the number out of the air and then everyone else is pricing it off of that whether that's the true value or not so absolutely and um, I had been there I had been there for sure interesting interesting so what uh, kind of what's what's the next oh one another question on your programs. Um, talking about the structure of the programs. So are they, do all of your programs have like a, 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 a start date and a hard end date? So in other words, open and close type uh, programs, or do you have any like revolving type programs? So that's a really good question. And I heard you actually ask on one of your other podcasts, the same question. And I had been going back and forth just like Nikki had when you were speaking with her on the podcast about how I wanted to do it. I know that her program is six weeks, um, you know, mine is seven days. So it's a lot easier to just kind of bring people in. However, I provide prizes for mine and I'm providing a cash prize. And so to do, you know, a hundred, $200, whatever cash prizes I am doing for that seven day reset, if I'm doing that every single week, you better make sure that you're still getting a decent amount of people. <laughs> and if you're going to be providing a prize every single time. So um, I actually, in the beginning, had just done open and shut case. You had to register by, you know, 24 hours the day before because I knew you were going to have to meal prep and get everything together in order to be able to start the program. So at first I had done open close, um, but then I decided to do revolving because you know what? I don't want the fact that I am starting my next seven day reset on a weekend or a week when someone is away on vacation to keep someone from being able to take hold of their health and their life and just make the decision because when they're ready, they're ready. I don't want this to be yet another excuse that they have in order to not take care of themselves. So that truly was why I decided to make it that whenever you want to join, you can do that and you can either wait until the next group reset comes around and do it all together or start on your own, whatever you want to do. That makes sense. Yeah. That, uh, there's certainly pros and cons to both, but especially I would think in the health and fitness, like when the person's ready to take action, you need to capture them right then. Yes, absolutely. I had created this sense of urgency when I did my six week F the scale challenge by saying, you know, this is the only time you can get in, you know, it'll, the next one will be in seven weeks after this. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if somebody would have a vacation in the middle of the six weeks, they didn't want to join for that whole six week challenge because they felt like they couldn't give it their all. So I think for health and fitness, it is a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Um, so as we kind of 
wrap up, what other, as you've coached people in this industry, I mean, what other kind of nuggets would you, would you uh, share with other coaches who might be looking to start in the fitness, in the health, in the, the biohacking uh, industry? Yeah, well, I would say that this is definitely a saturated market. <laughs> so <laughs> you need to know how to differentiate yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was a big reason why I went from Fit With Bliss, I told you that was my previous name in my company, to Biohacking Bombshell because that was a big thing that differentiated me from a lot of other health, fitness, wellness professionals. I mean, you have a lot of people, and I'm not knocking anybody in health and wellness and network marketing out there because I myself am in a, a health and wellness company as well. But I, th I think just because that's become so popular in companies that people can be affiliates with or distributors with that anyone truly can call themselves a health coach or wellness coach. And so you have to be able to say why you are different. I don't care whether that's because of your story that makes you different, your experience, your credentials, your certifications, but you have to have something that separates you and you gotta get super clear on it. Don't try and get everybody. You're not for everybody. Everybody isn't for you. You don't wanna attract people that aren't a joy to work with. So there's nothing wrong with not being everybody's cup of tea. Just get really clear on who you want to help and who you can help the best. Yeah, I think that's, um, no, that's great advice. And I think that's where, especially entrepreneurs starting out, they try to serve everybody and they just get completely lost in the noise that's out there. Um, you know, you, I go back to, I call it the power of one. You need to find one audience with one major problem and provide one solution. And then you can branch out as, as you build, uh, you know, as you, you generate more revenue and, and serve more people. But starting out, you need to start very narrow and very focused. So you, you can speak directly to the pain points. You can, you know exactly who you're going after. And, and this is for, I mean, I'm sure you'll agree with this as well. It, one of the hardest things, but most necessary things is being able to say no. Yes. And I still struggle with that. I had somebody I was meeting with this morning and, uh, it basically, when we got to talking about the price, I mean, she was like, I, that, you know, way too much. And I was about to come down. And I was like, no, because if they can't afford that basic service, then there's certainly not going to be room for my other programs. Right. And it's, 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 you've got to be able to say no. A lot of times saying no is really just so you can say yes to the right thing. Yes, exactly. Every time you say no to one thing, you are saying yes to something else. And that could just be yes to the respect for yourself, your sanity, because there is somebody else out there that will pay that for your program. So I absolutely believe that you attract the people that will be able to afford your services and don't feel bad about it. Eventually, someone will be able to, you can, they can still get value from you. They yeah. can still take in your content. So it doesn't mean that you're not being able to still service them. It's just in a different way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So where, if somebody wants to learn more about you, about the program, Biohacking Bombshell, where's the best place for them to, to, to uh, consume more of your content and connect with you on social media? 
Yep, I am on uh, Facebook and Instagram as Biohacking Bombshell. So B-I-O-H-A-C-K-I-N-G Bombshell. Um, and you can also find me on YouTube under Alyssa Lascala, A-L-L-Y-S-S-A-L-A-S-C-A-L-A. And um, just shoot me a message and I'm more than happy to chat with you. Perfect, perfect. And I'll put the links to, to some of those uh, in the in the podcast notes down below. So Alyssa, it was great having you on here. I really appreciate it. Uh, I love what you're doing in the, in the, not just the fitness, but I mean the overall, you know, health and well-being. I mean, because it's, it's so much more than just exercise or, you know, eating right. I mean, it really is that, that holistic, that all-encompassing view on it. Uh, and I love what you're doing in, in the space here. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. For Freedom Coaches, we will catch you on the next episode.